the European Telecommunications Standards Institute Intellectual Property Rights Policy. The ETSI-IPR policy is a contractual document governed by French law. It binds the members of ETSI and their affiliates. It speaks of patents which are inevitably infringed by the sale, lease, use, operation of components which comply with a standard as essential intellectual property rights. By requiring an IPR holder whose invention appears to be an essential intellectual property right to give an irrevocable undertaking to grant a license of the intellectual property right on friend terms it creates a stipulation pour autrui, in other words, an obligation which a third party implementer can enforce against the IPR holder. The intellectual property rights policy falls to be construed like other contracts in French law by reference to the language used in the relevant contractual clauses of the contract and also by having regard to the context. In this case that context is both the external context and the internal context of the intellectual property rights policy document itself, such as the policy objectives declared in the document. The external context includes the guidance which ETSI has produced on the operation of the intellectual property rights policy, ETSI's statutes, the globalized market which ETSI and other standard-setting organizations were and are seeking to promote, and the fact that ETSI is a body comprising experts and practitioners 
in the telecommunications industry who would be expected to have a good knowledge of the territorial nature of national patents, the remedies available to patent owners against infringement of their patents, the need to modify by contract the application of patent law to promote the development of a globalized market in telecommunications products and the practice of the industry in negotiating patent licensing agreements voluntarily. The policy statements which provide the internal context include the objectives set out in Clause 3 of the IPR policy. They include the statement in Clause 3.1 that the IPR policy seeks to reduce the risk to ETSI members and others applying ETSI standards and technical specifications that investment in the preparation, adoption and application of standards could be wasted as a result of an essential intellectual property right for a standard or technical specification being unavailable. The statement clearly reveals a policy of preventing the owner of an essential intellectual property right from holding up the implementation of the standard. But that policy is to be balanced by the next sentence of Clause 3.1, which speaks of seeking a balance when achieving the objective between the needs of standardization for public use in the field of telecommunications and the rights of the owners of intellectual property rights. The importance of protecting the rights of the owners of intellectual property rights is declared in the second policy objective, Clause 3.2, in the following terms. Intellectual property rights holders, whether members of ETSI and their affiliates, or third parties, should be adequately and fairly rewarded for the use of their intellectual property rights in the implementation of standards and technical specifications. 
This objective seeks to address the mischief of holding out by which implementers in the period during which the intellectual property right policy requires SEP owners not to enforce their patent rights by seeking injunctive relief and the expectation that license terms will be negotiated and agreed might knowingly infringe the owner's essential intellectual property rights by using the inventions and products which meet the standard while failing to agree a license for their use on friend terms including fair, reasonable and non-discriminatory royalties for their use. In circumstances where it may well be difficult for the SEP owner to enforce its rights after the event, implementers might use their economic strength to avoid paying anything to the owner. They may unduly drag out the process of license negotiation and thereby put the owner to additional cost and effectively force the owner to accept a lower royalty rate than is fair. Having looked at context, we turn to the operative clauses of the intellectual property rights policy. A member of ETSI is obliged to use its reasonable endeavours to inform ETSI in a timely manner of essential intellectual property rights during the development of a standard or technical specification. If a member submits a technical proposal for a standard or technical specification, it is obliged to inform ETSI of its intellectual property rights, which might be essential, and Clause 4.3 confirms that this obligation of disclosure applies to all existing and future members of a patent family and deems the obligation in respect of them to be fulfilled if and only if ETSI member has provided details of just one member of the patent family in a timely manner while also allowing it voluntarily to provide information to ETSI about other members of that family. A patent family is defined as all the documents having at least one priority in common, including the priority documents themselves 
and documents in this context means patents, utility models and applications therefore. The patent family thus extends to patents relating to the same invention applied for and obtained in several jurisdictions. It shows an intention for the arrangement to apply internationally. This is important because the undertaking to grant a license under clause 6 to which we further turn extends to all present and future essential intellectual property rights in that patent family. The key to the intellectual property rights policy is clause 6 which provides the legal basis on which an owner of an essential intellectual property right gives an irrevocable undertaking to grant a license and thereby protects both ETSI and implementers against holding up Clause 6.1 provides so far as relevant. When an essential intellectual property right relating to a particular standard or technical specification is brought to the attention of ETSI, the Director General of ETSI shall immediately request the owner to give within three months an irrevocable undertaking in writing that it is prepared to grant irrevocable licenses on fair, reasonable and non-discriminatory friend terms and conditions under such intellectual property rights. It provides that the licenses must at least cover the manufacture of equipment, the sale, lease or other disposal of equipment so manufactured and the repair, use or operation of such equipment. Friend, fair, reasonable, non-discriminatory licensing undertakings made pursuant to Clause 6 are intended to bind all successors in interest in respect of an SEP and upon transfer of an SEP the standard essential property owner is required to take steps to ensure that this is achieved. The undertaking made in respect of a specified member of a patent family is applied 
to all existing and future essential intellectual property rights of that patent family. Unless specified intellectual property rights are excluded in writing when the undertaking is made. It is envisaged in the intellectual property rights policy that this process will usually take place while ETSI is working to create a standard because clause 6.3 provides that if the intellectual property rights owner does not grant the requested undertaking, relevant office bearers in ETSI will decide whether to suspend work on the relevant parts of the standard or technical specification until the matter is resolved, or to submit any relevant standard or technical specification for adoption. Similarly, if before a standard or technical specification is published, an intellectual property rights owner is not prepared to license an intellectual property right, clause 8.1 provides for the adoption of a viable alternative technology for the standard or technical specification if such a technology exists. If such technology does not exist, clause 8.1 provides an option for work on the standard or technical specifications to cease. If the refusal to grant a license occurs after ETSI has published a standard or technical specification, clause 8.2 provides the option of modifying the standard so that the relevant IPR intellectual property right is no longer essential. Also, Clause 6 instructs members of ETSI to use one of the declaration forms annexed to the policy. So far as relevant, the licensing declaration is an irrevocable declaration by the declarant and its affiliated legal entities that to the extent that disclosed IPRs are to become and remain essential IPRs, they are prepared to grant irrevocable licenses in accordance with the policy and will comply with the policy. It appears from this brief review of the intellectual property rights policy in its context that the following conclusions may be reached. First, the contractual modifications to the general law of patents are designed to achieve a fair balance between the interests 
of SEP owners and implementers. By giving implementers access to the technology protected by SEPs and by giving the SEP owners fair rewards through the license for the use of their monopoly rights. Secondly, the SEP owners undertaking which the implementer can enforce to grant a license to an implementer on FRAND terms is a contractual derogation from a SEP owner's right under the general law to obtain an injunction to prevent infringement of its patent. Thirdly, the obtaining of undertakings from SEP owners will often occur at a time when the relevant standard is being devised and before anyone may know whether the patent in question is in fact essential or may become essential as the standard is developed in the sense that it would be impossible to implement the standard without making use of the patent and whether the patent itself is valid. Fourthly, the only way in which an implementer can avoid infringing an SEP when implementing a standard and thereby exposing itself to the legal remedies available to the SEP owner under the general law of the jurisdiction governing the relevant patent rights is to request a license from the SEP owner by enforcing the contractual obligation on the SEP owner. Fifthly, subject only to an express reservation entered pursuant to clause 6.2, the undertaking which the SEP owner gives on its own behalf and for its affiliates, extends to patents in the same patent family as the declared SEP. Giving the implementer the right to obtain a license for the technology covering several jurisdictions. Finally, the IPR policy envisages that the SEP owner and the implementer will negotiate a license on FRAND terms. It gives those parties the responsibility to resolve any disputes as to the validity of particular patents by agreement or by recourse to national courts for determination.
Standard Essential Patent SEP Okay, so that's it for now. Hopefully we will continue. If this reading is of any help, I will certainly appreciate any feedback. Uh, you can like the track or you can direct message me via Instagram or Facebook would be highly appreciated. Cheers and a good day. Goodbye.